stuff, folks. in the film, eight of them were in one room where they take, <laughs> it was a morgue 
It was a university lecture theatre. It was a pie shop. Uh, it was a sort of sex dorm for yeah, a while. Right. And we just shoot into different corners. And that, I was a porno studio for a bit. So you get an idea of what kind of film we're talking about. But to me, it looked like a porno movie, but way bluer. <laughs> It's a porno movie without all the pesky sex <laughs> to get you around. <laughs> yeah. oh, it looked really uh, top-heavy, as it were. Oh, yeah. Look, there's, there's a lot in there. The best bit, uh, <laughs> my favourite bit, was when Austin Tatius had to chase an emu because he won't have sex with it. Uh, the problem being that Austin Tatius is scared of emus. Right. So they had to get another bloke who, for some reason, was in a white tuxedo. I don't remember what. Oh, I think he had some trouble with the transvestite in the bar. And so he was still in a tuxedo. Wow. He, his job was to round up the emus <laughs> and usher them towards Austin Hayes. So that Austin Hayes could pretend that he was in for it while running, running, running at top speed the other way. Oh, and we didn't have permission to film with those emus. Okay. We jumped a fence at someone's I don't know what the Austin clip is. <laughs> now, I, I hope the people by now have realised this isn't something we've made up. <laughs> this is a real film. And you're playing the lead. I mean, that's yeah, quite yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, wonderful. It's, so it's nice. the lead role in an Australian <laughs> film. Look, I had to do it. At the time, I was like, I've never done anything in my life. And they were paying cash uh, <laughs> up front. <laughs> I thought, what could go wrong? And last year when we were doing the show, mm. it'd be constantly in a quandary downstairs. I'd be going, what's going on? Going, oh. I want me to go and redo a lot of my lines from the film. Well, it's the last version I saw. The director had tried to dub my lines as me. Doing your voice. Yeah, it's the same director who's been shooting new scenes of himself having sex with a goat. Yeah, because there wasn't enough. He said the film wasn't long enough. It only ran like 58 minutes or something. (laughs) They've got it up to 86. And as far as I can tell, the only new scene for him and a goat. A disinterested goat. (laughs) So what's the problem? Why hasn't it come out? I mean, who can release it, Tone? How is it? What? Well, stuff comes out. Short bus stuff comes out. There you go. Tony Martin, film distribution mogul. Stuff comes out. You feel right, Tony. Stuff comes out all the time. There's a sequel to Half Past Dead now. <laughs> Don't know what it is. Yeah, no, look, Wendy Five to decompose. <laughs> but that is out. You know, there's the bottom shelf at the video shop. Yeah. You know everything comes out eventually. Yeah, look, the idea is that I'm, I'll, I'll do a live show because I called I was young, I needed the money, where I'll show clips from the film. <laughs> And then explain what happened on set that day. But what came up? Why has it not come out? I don't know, Tom. I remember we had a screening for like film distributors one day, uh, years and years ago when they had a rough cut. Right. And uh, yeah, didn't go well. Pretty rough. (laughs) Very rough. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Do you want to name the director? No, no, no. No. He's under indictment. All right. Just he was wanted by Interpol at one point. Because uh, allegedly he'd taken some cameras and fled to Europe with them. <laughs> you know, we should do it like a drive-in double feature, grindhouse style. <laughs> Meat pie gobbers up the guts. <laughs> Put them together. This is gold. You reckon? Oh, yeah. Right. It's, 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 it's quite scarring. You have to remember, fellas. Okay. It's quite a scarring period in my life. Uh, at the same time, the bloke's made a film yeah. and he spent years on it. And I'd like to. He was in the chicken coop, pants down, <laughs> with a chook. So this is how this come out. It's not her. I'd like to think that it's going to come out for him, you know? Do some business. You like to think it's going to come out for you. Yeah, that's true. And you, Richard. That's who we're being here. I'd love to see it, says Richard. I'm very keen to see Maybe this bloke just needs some motivation. Yeah. Maybe he needs Rex Hunt to give him a talking to. We've had a lot of interest in Rex's address to the nation. We played a clip from it yesterday. It is very motivational. Help. If you're having trouble getting out of bed this morning, I was a deadbeat. I'm addressing certain get this listeners who email us every day. Uh, maybe you need a bit of Rex. Have we got some Rex there? And remember, nothing worthwhile has 
ever been achieved without blood, sweat, tears and a lot of hard toil. Not sitting on your butt knocking others while rolling a fat cigarette and waiting for the next handout. Besides, most of the standover dopes of my time are now nothing anyway. And boy, do they deserve it. And in the words of Theodore Roosevelt, the famous American president, yibbity yibbity, here we go. in the scallop industry. Take a long, hard look at yourself. And let's get this program up and running here at Get This. Let's leave me alone pink here at Get This on Triple M. And that one goes out to all the thugs in the scallop industry. Losers. Deadbeats. Who've never run up an alley nude in their life. Haven't had the guts. Kids, right? People are calling up wanting to know where they can get a copy of Rick Hunt's Address to the Nation. Oh, second Address to the Nation. Oh, look, did he do an earlier one? Wasn't there one on the June 13th? No, oh, he's, he's replayed oh, it. Oh, yeah. um, was that busy stuff, that earlier one? I don't think so. I think it was sort of woozy stuff. <laughs> I'm sure it would be online somewhere. Um, we've obtained our copy from the Snato Gauro collection, <laughs> a private library funded... <laughs> And organised by Santo Chalaro. <laughs> so we can't, we don't have permission to put it on our website. No. So we can't do that. No. But uh, just look, only yesterday I kind of soiled the atmosphere of the program by insisting on going on about Bob Warmer. Dead beat. I'm, I'm willing to accept now that it was natural causes. Hey. All I'm saying is, who wrote the email? Oh. Did he write the email? I have no loss for the job. Needs to be investigated. But there is an update in the paper today. Listen to this. What's happened? It was only when the post-mortem report and photos were examined by a British pathologist that the investigation into Warmer's death began to fall apart. This bloke concluded it was more likely that the bruising around Warmer's neck was a result of the post-mortem itself. Hey. Ooh. <laughs> wow. We'd better just make sure he's dead first. Yeah. Wouldn't want to be doing a post-mortem on someone who's not dead. <laughs> Just a quick strangle. <laughs> Just a light strangling. No one How do you get strangled during your own post-mortem? That's an unfortunate ending. Never saw that in Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Never saw anything like that. do the strangling test on no. Bernie. Yeah, everything else. <laughs> That's very unpleasant. I was doing the water scheme. I made him do he was dead. I am not going to stop until this email is explained. Well, later on, uh, we've actually got an interview with someone who might be able to help Tony. Oh, yeah, we? We've got an interview with one of the gentlemen who've uh, signed up to the Nigerian Royal Family Scan. You've organised that big time. Better to do that than sit around <laughs> rolling a fat cigarette <laughs> with the thugs from the scallop industry. <laughs> what about the women's mix? What have they got? Look at this cover of Boomerang. I, I had to be so scared of the scallop industry. <laughs> no, they're heavy. Really? <laughs> heavy hitters. Have a scallop. No. Have a scallop. One. At one point, he's going in this uh, dress of the nation, he's going, I will stand up to anyone who threatens fishing, families, and the environment. There it is. How does families get into that list? Who's threatening families in that order? Scholar <laughs> industry. Who magazine? Look at this. Countdown to Mission Collapse. When's it scheduled for? <laughs> yeah, good point. I think she's shooting a film. She's doing a film, and then she's got a three-week break, and she's yeah. got it then. And she's got some time for rehab. Uh, yeah. I think Barry Bissell's counting it down, too. <laughs> yeah, it's very exciting. Oh, look, people are looking forward to it. How can she actually complain about paparazzi, though? Same with Paris Hilton. Mm, I get bothered by the paparazzi, but they advertise the magazines. They've actually put themselves up in spaces. They're in bed with them. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, how can you actually whinge about all these paparazzi following you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no one ever got anywhere sitting around rolling a fat <laughs> cigarette, Richard, and you know that. Look at this. Misha's sandal scandal. What's happened? This is a new weekly. Oh, goodness. She's put on a shoe that's a bit too small. Oh, dear. No, I don't want to go on. Dear, oh, dear. Now, I was hoping to um, have a nice uh, brand spanking new sketch for us to play at this point. And? But, well, I didn't get it done oh. because we were out last night trying to get Will Arnett to come on our show Friday, mm. and this means uh, going to film on a school night, Alrighty. which isn't the way here, kid, this. Mm-hmm. We saw Blades of Glory. Yes, we did. A very silly skating movie. Yes. Plenty of Arnett in there. Uh, well, not, not not as much as I would like. Yeah, yeah. sure. Is it, is it Slapshot? Is it, is it as good as Slapshot? Oh, oh don't you love Slapshot? That's a Yeah, fourth movie. I like it. The Psychotic Twin. No, no, no. It's not so many ice skating movies. No, it's three of them. The Hanson Brothers. That's right. Yeah. The Hanson Brothers. The psychotic nerd mm. hockey guys. Mm. And there was a great story about years ago they had an, an ice hockey rink in Canada had a Hanson Brothers. You can see where it's going. Oh, look-alike competition. Oh. And more people came along as Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the <Hanson> Brothers <laughs> from Slapshot. <laughs> uh, who would win on a fight there? Why are we talking about this? Oh, so I didn't get a sketch done. No. Because uh, I saw Blades of Glory and Hope. Sitting on your ass. <laughs> Sitting on my ass, rolling a fat cigarette. Asshole <laughs> by the scallop industry. <laughs> hopefully, Mr. Arnett will be here. And hopefully, he'll say, Michael, at least I, you're ready. Once during that time. <laughs> Run a pretty tight ship. Ship at the pool table? Yeah. You can either shape up. Or ship up. <laughs> so party ship. Sorry, it's just baffling. Hello to Joe fans. Arrested development now on DVD at Cole. Yeah. But here's something from last year. I don't even remember us doing what we're talking about, women's mags. This uh, was requested by Ashley, Mel, and Boris. Looks back name. I don't know what Come it on. is. Boris. Come on, just play that tape. Hello, suicide hotline. Go ahead. Hello. Hello, who's that? Are you all right? Yes. There's something else that, that can help you. Uh, aren't there photographs of, of Princess Mary's baby? There are, but I'm over them. I wouldn't see photos of baby three. And what about uh, Brandon Angelina? Surely, surely. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, you know, inside is saying that Angelina's feeling clucky again already. Right. But I can't be sure because the sources aren't confirming it. They're not confirming it. Well, what about? The pal? I don't know what the pals think all the friends. Even the onlookers can't confirm anything. I'm sick of Angelina. I need pictures of baby Zuri. Right, what about Nicole? Nicole, tell your baby, Mum. 
I'm not even sure if it's real. I've looked at the photos. It might have been done with Photoshop. I can't tell. Can lighten. I think it's feeling lucky as well, but I can't see a tilde. Maybe Mum's here. You know, I just don't know where I stand anymore. I'm confused. Look, let, let's take this one step at a time. Go back to Princess Mary. I mean, isn't she having another baby? Oh, look, apparently the baby bump is sick, tongue's wagging. But I can't tell. I need baby. What about Vince and Jen? Vince and Jen, surely. I think Vince is derailed Jen's wedding plan. Look, there's our wedding. Is that going to happen? Misha Barton, surely. I don't want to know about Misha's crowd pout, boot job, derailed wedding plans, fairy tale wedding, or that dress. That dress, what dress? Is it the one involved in the tug of life boot job and a wreck the affair scandal? Look, surely you could just find <laughs> some photos of any baby and just pretend that. That their photos of baby Sue. Oh, Wouldn't no. that be you just as. I need new photos of baby Sue. I'm confused. I've got no direction. Can I ask it? Can I ask, madam, who are you? What do you do for a living? I'm the editor of the Woman's Day. You're the editor? Yes. And if I don't get any photos, I'm going to throw myself under a train. All right, you're the editor. <laughs> and you're going to throw yourself under a train. Yes, I am. All right. Ha- have you got an accurate timetable? Because I can send one. Paul Kelly here at Get This on Triple M. I'm me, Tony Martin. You've got in Cavalry Star of the upcoming Australian film Meat Pie. <laughs> and of course, uh, you may have seen him on Row. No, you wouldn't have seen no, him on Row. Not lately. Richard Mars on the air because uh, Ryan Shelton's doing mm. Ride Deers. Mm. Which means that Richard's idea, Mark's Govery's got the uh, got the bone apparently. <laughs> hey, uh, Aiden has called in. Okay. Wants, uh, this is busy stuff as a ringtone. I'm not sure I'm very allowed to do that. But listen to this, Rich. Someone called Rich. This is his nerdy moment of the day. He says that today at 12:34. Think about this. It'll be 12:34 on the 5th of the 6th, 07. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Well I think you're fine. But no, one, two, three, four, five, six, oh, seven. Yeah. I'll drop the other. It's not exactly. It's not okay. right, is it? Well, it's you going to have to wait for for this to work. No, centuries. Yeah. Easy stuff. Start freezing yourself, brother. Uh, someone else. Who? I'm not sure who this was. Somebody, I think, uh, working in our Brisbane office. Carlos. Carlos has called up to point. Do you know how many shows we've done this year? No. This is show number. Hey, have we got a new podcast going up today? We certainly have podcast. Thank you, Tupac. It's up there today. It's already up there. Oh, look, it's got Ed's Ed TV preview. Oh, yeah. And you can run a comparison if you want with Richard's <laughs> TV preview. Richard's had a lot more bells and whistles from memory. Ed's exclusive oh, right. interview with Keith Urban. I used the one where it all went wrong. Ah. More killer bees loose in Parliament. Oh, there's all kinds of gear on there. Because that Plenty of Snato boys. Oh. Snato Chilaro fans. Snato fans. In the head, that is, as I say, podcast 91. But don't forget podcast 19. Still up there. <laughs> and if you want to go way, way back into the archives yeah. at both the Triple M website, triplem.com.au, forward slash get this, or go to iTunes and you can hear podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very old. <laughs> and Spanish <laughs> jokes about the bicentennial I'm guessing. Real Tex Mexico to that yeah. podcast. Uh, have we got another exclusive interview, have we? It's not ready just yet. It's not ready just yet. Yeah. 
what am I supposed to do here? Well, I've only just kind of copied it for, to reach so he can learn his lines during this song. Right. We don't have a song with an air break. Uh, uh, look, does it matter? The point is that we'll be off air so I can tell Rich what he's got to do. But you spent the last song doing Paul Kelly. You were rehearsing it. No, you had all those numbers you had to queue up. And yeah. then I... I, I just the sore bang at the beginning. Then no. we get to the guts of the thing. No, I put this... I, I wrote at the top, Man Who Bought Nigerian Gold, but that's wrong. It's the man, you know, the Nigerian royal family. We're not doing this now. Well, no, we've got to go to the ad, so we've got time to reach really? his first line right. We can't go out on this shambles, this nonsense. Do you have any jokes? I'll get my emergency joke out. Get your joke It's out. always dodgy. <laughs> you see this photo yesterday <laughs> in the Australian. Have a look at that, guy. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest photo of the year is Alan Jones. And Sophia Loren. Oh, hating that. Both looking at Ted Madame Tussauds. <laughs> the headline, of course, legendary gay icon and rumoured seducer of Marcello Mastriani poses with Italian screen goddess. Without binoculars. <laughs> I could see it coming up the street. That's what you get when the interview's not ready. So when are we doing the interview? After this. Out of the ad. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, it's the decision all next. I'll get this. Not able to communicate in the most fundamental ways. No, it is around the nation on Triple M. I know we were sizzling up an exclusive interview. Apparently, still not ready. Mm-hmm. Okay, in that case, I'll ask the question What's in the box? What's in the box today? <laughs> I've already mentioned the podcast for people who uh, can't be bothered. Go to the website, triplem.com.au forward slash get this, and I think you'll find we've finally fluffed the pillows of the recent offences. What's on there? All kinds of stuff up there. You can just, I think you just uh, click on it and play it. Although, isn't there some trouble at the moment? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think that that was too easy. Uh, You've improved the website by making it more difficult to use. Amazing. Okay, amazing technology. All right. You can uh, recall the wonderful day that Ed was eating sandwiches on air. You can play the game Heppin' and or Halali. Oh, amazing. You can be freaked out by our unsolved mysteries. Remember Bob Johnson, the man who smashes prizes for no fame? Real reason. What about uh, that Benny Hill business with Tony Blair? That's uh, right. The time I was all in Tony. Remember when Peter Costello wouldn't stop going on about how he simply refuses to borrow money? And if you haven't heard any of these before, you can hear them for the first time, Rich. Yes. Imagine that piece of joy. Exactly. Over and over again. Remember the time, Ed, that Richard, oh, sorry, other way around, mm. that you sabotaged Richard's uh, debut on US radio. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's all up there on the front page of the Gizmo's right. website. Click and play. No money need change hands. No dice. How's that? It's really good. It's, 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 it's actual free fun. Good stuff. Here we get this on Triple M. Time for some music. Yeah. Uh, we're running late. Just start hitting stuff, Rich. <laughs> open here and get this snow patrol of course i think it's time i don't know what matt dow's been up to man on the pots and pans for this program he's always cooking up new themes for talkback mountain what's he got today Great vocal stylings. Uh, occasionally, here at Talkback Mountain, we like to play. But because this is radio, mm-hmm. we like to do exactly the same thing 
give it a new name. Brilliant. Call it all new. Right. So what are we calling it today? Let's give the Labour Party one right up the bracket. There you go. Who or what is that? Richard. Uh, it's Michael Hodgman, who was a former Liberal Minister. That was, uh, uh, to quote the Seventh Day Report last night, the most exciting moment of the Liberal Council in <laughs> the past few days. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, he's just he's trying to get the crowd all going. Right. Um, what is a bracket, for starters? I've never, I mean, it sounds like a, something that maybe my father might say, like maybe it's a, a block of the face. He's talking about the tax bracket, presumably. Oh, do you think so? But why? Uh, they need one right up the bracket. Yeah, I couldn't sure. say. He did make a fist when he did it. Uh, uh, he made a fist when he threatened to give them one right up the bracket. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Gotcha. It's catchy. Can everything be a ringtone on this show, please? <laughs> sure. Is he one of the corpse-like figures they drag out for these things? <laughs> corpse-like figures? He was cadaverous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love those guys. <laughs> Former politician, they wheel in a corpse <laughs> in a suit. What? Uh, okay, so what we're going to do today, it's just anything, is it? Anything that you want to give one right up the bracket. Okay, now listen, want to give KFC one right up the bracket. Not because of anything they're doing, but because of what they're not doing. Now, it's nothing to do with your ad campaign. So many people have emailed us in since that chat the other day we had with a listener about the tower. Oh, I know. The world's best ever burger. Mm. Sam Walker, one of our listeners, is saying, bring it back. Why did KFC get rid of the Tower Burger? Too big, too tall? I think so. Couldn't keep it up? Yeah, I think so. And I think it was the hash brown that they put in there. Yeah, that's a great idea. Well, maybe that was creating havoc with the breakfast and lunch oh. menu. Oh. Does KFC even have a breakfast menu? I don't know. I mean, hot and spicy is delicious for breakfast. Yeah. Doing yeah. Home, yeah. Well, until they bring it back, we're giving them oh. one. Right up the bracket. <laughs> Who do you want to give one right up the bracket to? Ed Cavalier. Well, it was going to be the uh, our friends in Queensland who've been sending all the cash to Nigeria. Uh, uh, yeah. to hopefully be part of the royal well, family. Everyone has been sending it, but it's just in Queensland where they've done this study. They yeah. covered 4.5 million bucks in one year went to the Nigerian royal family. I had a thought, Tone. Yeah. So I went to a, uh, a dress-up party on the weekend. Oh, my former flatmate, John, threw a Mad Hatter's party. Oh, in his dump master. Oh, in his dump master. <laughs> Very roomy, plenty to eat. It's a tough rental market out there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so everyone went along. There were some wonderful hats. There was one gentleman there that had a sort of an old World War One fly. It's kind of oh, leather bonnet. Good looking. And had a mustache and some glasses. Oh. He looked a treat. Uh, John showed up in a sort of, uh, imagine the things that the black hatter extras would be wearing. The kind of huge <laughs> sort of hat, bonnety type things with things going everywhere. Right. I wore a, uh, a, a School, a, a wide brimmed school hat yeah. uh, with the, my copy of Short Bus attached to it, right. uh, just sort of giving it some sizzle. I, I don't understand what this has got to do with the Nigerian royal family. It doesn't. Let me get back to my point, home. The people who need one right up the bracket, yeah. if you will, are those who refuse to get involved with dress up party themes. Oh, so give them one right up the bracket. Yeah, that means we've dropped the whole. Yeah, we have. It doesn't fit here. It doesn't fit. Just look it up oh, for half an hour. Doesn't mean it's Don't get screwed for about seven minutes. Oh, sorry, Richie. Oh, dear. Doesn't fit. Richard's learned his life. Next hour, Rich. Next hour. I think we need to give Ed Cavalier. One. <laughs> right. <laughs> up the bracket. <laughs> Not the bracket. Next hour. Not the bracket. It's no good for our Adelaide listeners. Sorry, I'll have to cut that bit out. My I'll run down and cut this bit out. No. And this bit as well. <laughs> I'll just doing this to the top of the hour. <laughs> my bracket is my own. And, uh, yeah, so this, anyway, so, so somebody 
John's girlfriend, we'll call her, yes. uh, showed up in like a, like a festival hat. Oh. What is that? And I had a tracksuit party for my 21st. Oh, wow. And, all, and I, I looked I look resplendent, Richard, in a maroon tracksuit. And all of the girls said, um, can I just wear like a sexy top with some leggings? <laughs> no, you can't. If it's a dress-up party, you've got to get into the theme, Rich. <laughs> so how did it end up? Did you just storm out in your costume? <laughs> No, I just, I made a kind of fighting nasty comment and then, then went and chatted to the man in the leather bonnet. Oh, right. Well, uh, I know that uh, Cecilia had a, a theme party a few months ago mm-hmm. uh, for her 30th birthday and it was a French theme. Mm-hmm. And I might have been that guy because all I could find was just uh, a cheap knockoff Lacoste top. Oh. <laughs> that was as French as I could go. That's important. No onions in your house. You couldn't string some onions together, wear them as a necklace. You were. You did tell me first thing this morning that you spent all weekend watching Marie Antoinette. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay, is this part of our move to get blokey enough for the Nissan Navara, our new sponsors? I'm going to say that after that film, Sophia Coppola. Right up the break. Is that an insult or is that an offer? Maybe it could actually go either way. Okay. <laughs> The enigmatic Richard Marsden. Mm. Okay, okay, if we want to talk movies, I haven't seen it, but I want to give it one right up the bracket. That movie with Russell Crowe doing comedy. A good year. A good year. Falling into a swimming pool, doing a bit of Kerry Grass, sort of slapstick, Hugh Grant, boppish work. Doesn't play. Doesn't play. No. I mean, he's good in the uh, sturm and drum. Of your uh, insider oh, yeah. or your LA confidential, mm-hmm. but I don't want to see Russell Crowe in Notting Hill. <laughs> it looks like it looks like you'd watch that film and it'd take you a good year to recover from it. <laughs> so I'm giving that film one right up the bracket. <laughs> right. Well, can we go to a song? Got the use of that phrase has blown us out. I think it is already the next year. Come on, listeners. Get on board. There must be something you want to give one right up the bracket. Give us a call. Anything or anyone. One triple three five three. Richard Martin, our panel operator, brought in this beautiful quote from Michael Hodgman. Let's give the Labor Party one right up the bracket. Thank you. We say, who else needs one? Who we got in? Hi, Steve. Yeah, g'day, boys. Um i tell you what, if anyone's ever been to a school concert, yep. there's always that blue ring set up the back. Yep. There's always someone, little kids, they always have to start clapping to the time of the song. I'd like to give all of them <laughs> one right Beautifully done, Steve. They always clap out of time, and when the music finishes, the worst ones are the ones that can't stop clapping. I'd also like to give them Maybe you could get a job as like a theatre critic for school concerts. Really, stage <laughs> theatre critic. I've been to that many over the years, and luckily my kids are out of it. And I've been to 14 years of that hell, and I'm never going back there, no matter what the pay. Really? And if you do go back, what will you do? I'm just going to sit there up, and I'm going to mock all of those people that they clap, and I'm just going to laugh at them. And I've already taught my kids: if you ever start doing that, that's the end of it, guys. You're disowned. Yeah. But I'm guessing you'd like to give them. <laughs> Right up the bracket. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. We're easily abused. We sure are. Busy stuff. Hi, Christine. How are you? Good, good. Oh, you like give one to Go on, say it. Go on. Tell us what you've got. Oh, sorry. I can't stand those chocolate frog fundraising drives for school. Mm-hmm. And? And I'd like to. One. <laughs> right up the bracket. Near enough. <laughs> 
you mean? Do you hate helping kids or? Oh, I've got too, too many. Uh, uh, there it is. I just think it's all such such a crock, to be honest. Yeah. And you have to walk around with all these chocolate bars and you end up eating them yourself. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. If you've got a raise, buddy, because of course you can't duck in. Thanks, <laughs> wow. Christine. Okay, no, very loving to you. James, how are you? Chocolate frogs got a laser there. Sorry, James, uh, what have you got for us? Uh, I've got, um, I'm really sick of... Uh, the TV stations that after the you've, you've got something really sad happening at a at a show and then they play next week's promo with really happy music. Ah yes, and you'd like to give that concept one right up the bracket. Could you give us an example? Yeah, last night I was watching a certain TV show on a Which certain night? station. We have to say, come on. Uh, brothers and sisters. Yep. I admit it. Pull my hand up. And I know, I know. It's really sad. But um, and then the the woman was. Like letting go of her dad, throwing the wedding all ring away, and then next week on Brothers and Sisters, I'm like, oh, it often does happen, and obviously we're going to have to unplug his machine. Walking on sunshine, don't forget next week. Yeah, it's a good one. I never thought of that. West Wing was the classic as well, because it always seems like you know, Afghanistan have the nuclear bomb, and then it would go glint. Like into the closing credits, <laughs> like rather than the uh, big sweeping oh, yeah. opening, they have the happy one at the end. All right, thanks, James. Thanks, James. Well, we spotted tackling the big issues here. Get this. Who's next? Hi, Michelle. How are you? Good. What are you uh, talking through it? I hate. There's a skinny guy, and he has a mouth freshener on telly on the commercial, and then his nipples grow. All right. You'd like to what? Sorry? What would you like to do about that? I'd like that to be completely taken off the air because you're minding your own business. <laughs> and the next minute, there's a skinny guy with growing nipples. <laughs> yeah, give those nipples one right up the brick. I haven't seen this yet. What is the point of it? Scott? He has like a mentos, and apparently yeah. it makes him so cold that he has his little gigantic nipples. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank, you, Hannah, thank you for miming that for me, our producer, Nikki yes. Hamilton, beautifully done. <laughs> 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 All right, and so uh, are there any others that get you going at the moment? Well, as a matter of fact, there's <laughs> another ad, and it's either like Swedish or German. It's mm. hard to know because I turn away. <laughs> and they're like making a car out of clay. There's a guy and a girl scientist or something. Yes. Yeah. And they're making, there's a squelching noises. Yeah. It's an absolute... Wow. Isn't that a famous sketch uh, on Saturday Night Live? And yeah. a scene from Ghost, the Adobe, the little car that's made out of clay. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that. Yeah. But this tech, like, they're sort of like getting all excited. Yeah. Oh, it's right. innuendo, isn't it, Michelle? Yeah, yeah. Who, who wants to see, like, nerdy Swedish people getting excited over clay? Yes, we... Well, I think we should put that up into the, to the phones, Michelle, <laughs> and find out. We might, uh, <laughs> might surprise ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. Who else is uh, angry about something? Good, Mark, how are you? Good, thanks, yourself. Uh, good, thanks. What do you got for us? Well, I would like to give uh, the parking inspector who gave me a ticket at 9.30 uh, p.m. the other night in Brisbane. One right up the bracket. Oh, what was no, that? How late was this at night? 9.30 at night. Outrageous. Yeah, and, and I'm assuming that you were taking up the only parking space? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, every day of the week I'd like to give him... <laughs> well paused, Mark. Very well paused. Is it a revenue raising exercise? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's give it another one. 
right up the brick. <laughs> oh, I've just been told by management we've used our quota. Oh, right. Thank you, Mark. All right, thank you, Mark. A lot of angry people out there. So, I can say, look, if, if, you know, if there's heaps of spaces, yes. well, what are you doing wrong? I mean, yeah. you know. Is oh, the idea behind parking fines? Oh, you're taking up a space that oh, I someone see. else can yeah, yeah, move yeah. out. It's someone else's turn. There's, there's a whole lot of empty ones. Park where you like. That's just revenue raising, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think we've gone AM. <laughs> what else are you angry about? <laughs> Not on my watch. Uh, scallop industry. The so-called the thugs in the scallop industry. Is that it for this segment? We've given everyone, I think, one of the bracket uh, good enough. Um, our guest in the next hour is the uh, Greek fleet. Oh, no, hang on. Wait, that's the wrong one. What I need is the... Right one. <laughs> up the bridge. It's Peter Gray. <laughs> if I'd have done it, they would have boiled me in oil. <laughs> Uh, 225,000 and 300 and something. Okay, some cat. 
What have you made? There are no checks in the box. Oh, sorry, sorry. Like I think the numbers have been fudged. Well, that's why it's not what yeah, right. yeah, What did you do? How did you do that? I, I have put a video up on YouTube. Or, well, I've got, uh, I've got my own little channel. When you sign up to YouTube, you get your own channel. Oh, wow. I've got 15 videos on it. Uh, but I picked a fight with some guy, <laughs> basically on the comments column. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. He, he was a school teacher. He's an American school teacher. lives in Japan. And I, I sort of, he was raving away, so I'm typing away, and I went, how far up yourself are you? Oh, and, yeah. uh, and then uh, I went, no, you're an English teacher, so how far are you up yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure which way it's supposed to go. Either way. And then this guy had attacked your flip, is that No, right? no, no, he, I, he made a comment about something else, and I just went in on him. Right. And, and, then, then, and then he said, I looked at your video, you're good. Right. And then a week later, or well, no, a month later, he became the guest editor on uh, YouTube, and oh. so one of mine. So your friend now, <laughs> and so he put you on, like, the front page, front page. So when you first go there this yeah. is one of the featured clips yeah and what was your clip uh it's a i'm shooting well, no it's a <laughs> rant it's an anti howard blair oh you god everybody rants oh and god cops to pay i don't believe in man-made gods who don't believe in me and just think that hasn't set the buckle of the bible belt off in america <laughs> See, that's the thing <laughs> now you're not going to get that onto uh primetime channel no, nine no what? but <laughs> you think maybe if Carl Stepanovic were to express those views? Carl Stepanovic, the following religion, uh, bogus. He <laughs> just reels up a list. Go to the end. But the thing is, he the comments back, and I've uh, yeah. uh, nearly a thousand comments or something, but according to this, uh, you stuck, die, hippie, die? Or yeah. like because again, it's about 70% favouring what in my point of view and about 30% against, but you've, got, bad. but you've got soldiers in Iraq arguing with people in America yeah. about what I said in Australia, which is kind of weird. Uh, I got called white trash and nigger. Oh, that's just an interesting combo. Take your pick. Yeah. Uh, talking cadaver, which I can wear oh, yeah. yeah. uh, You're creepy, you're a dumbass, you're a faggot. Yeah. Uh, looks like Gollum, looks like Phil Spector with wet hair, looks like he pop. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. I think this is uh, all the same phrases that uh, David Stratton used in his review of the film I made a few years ago. Right. <laughs> word for word. Wow, well, that was gay. This is so homosexual. These are my reviews. <laughs> and you generally find that all of the ang- really, really angry cut stuff comes from 17 to 19 year old American males. Oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, they're <laughs> really tough talking times, like uh, Embedded, deeply embedded yeah. in their bedroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the other thing with YouTube is to one, kind of medication of these people on, and yes. two, uh, the spelling channel. Oh, they can't it's spell? Oh, they, it's telephone text talk. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you spell? I think when uh, somebody's questioning the existence of God, <laughs> reading grammar's not a, an issue. <laughs> I don't think really it's not a priority. Uh, but, okay, the point here is that now anyone can be on the telly, mm. I think. Anyone can get onto YouTube, mm. uh, no matter how mad. Uh, <laughs> and there are people, there are characters who have built their own following. But how do you do it? Okay, let's say you know nothing about it. What do you need on your computer at home to actually pull this off? Uh, uh, internet. And, and an email address. And an email address. That's all you do. That becomes your, uh, your YouTube. Then you've got to come up with a name for yourself. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. There was one last night. I read one last night. I said, dude, the names are all gone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And myself, I typed in about 10 names before I got, I, I got knocked out. Well, you got George Lucas? <laughs> well, I ended up with, I ended up in, in frustration typing in, what do you reckon? It, oh, and that's, that's, well, that's you, you're what do you reckon? Yeah, and I said, yeah, you can have that one. Oh, good, I'm down in W's. Exactly. <laughs> no, but there's, uh, you know, what I enjoy doing uh, on YouTube at the moment is the celebrities drunk. Is there anything funnier than celebrities drunk? And the people know who Tracy Morgan is. 
he's, he's, he used to be on Saturday Night Live. Oh, is he in 30 Rock? He's the star of that show, 30 Rock. We yeah. haven't got here yet. But uh, if you try, uh, type in Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, Morgan, wasted, you'll see a hilarious clip of him on a morning television program in Texas. And they've done that thing where he's there promoting a stand-up gig and the guy's just, you know, giving him the Stephanovic treatment. Tracy Morgan doesn't listen to a thing he says, just stands up, starts taking off all his clothes and just uh, suggesting that he's going to make love to all the women in the audience. And they do that thing of just going through a graphic saying uh, what his tour dates are. <laughs> and they just stay on the graphic for about a minute, but you can still hear the sound of him <laughs> slapping his stomach and telling the ladies to get a bite of this. <laughs> and then they come back, and he sat back down on the couch, and the interviewer asked him one more question. He's off again, back to the graphic. <laughs> and they can just can I get back to the graphic about three times. You're enjoying this. That was the great thing. Yeah, behavior, though. The Hoth one was really good. Yeah, Hassel Holt, right? Filmed by his own daughter. Paula Abdul, is one of her. Paula Abdul, you can know, the bloke who directed uh, that film, uh, I Heart Huckabee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Off and Lily Tomlin. Yeah, right, right. Right. Celebrities behaving badly. Yeah. Uh, Mick Malloy, uh, I think he's involved in uh, a couple. There's a few clips from his new show. Oh, in Napoli, you can see uh, clips of him yeah. uh, involved in a film set on the Brisbane River. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, where Ed refused to actually dive in. Uh, see if you can spot the stunt double. Richard Monathon, you can see him as the prof. Uh, on Channel 31 Community Television. Yes, yes. Uh, you see yes. in a very, uh, in a beautiful collection of satin shirts, uh, all his own, circa 1993, <laughs> and of course, a uh, uh, endless number of fart jokes available for free. <laughs> I've been, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, rumour is finally coming out on DVD. Is that right? right? Yeah. Yeah, we've just got to uh, contact all of the dead actors and bots, and then that'll be sorted yeah. out. John Edwards. <laughs> okay, quite a selection. Uh, thanks for telling us how YouTube works. Oh, that's all right, Tracy. I've got a new one up there too, uh, called America I Love You. I had to sort of come back. You've got to tone down your act, have you? Well, sort of. All right. That's the opening line anyway. Let's, <laughs> let's go to a song, and then I think we're going to get some more uh, Triple M royalty in here. Well, let's keep them coming today. We might learn something, Ed. Yeah, good. I'll get this. Well, that's very Paolo Nottini. Jenny, don't be hasty here to get this on Triple M. Peter Grace is with us, uh, part of the uh, Hall of Fame here at Triple M. Gracie, say hello. Hey. Just listening now. Gracie, you surely would recognise this voice. Triple <laughs> <laughs> One of the people who did that was police <laughs> Who were the others again? Uh, the others were uh, Rod Muir, yes. uh, a radio industry legend. Like and at a table and uh, half of the chain. That was the one man as a cut snake and an absolute genius. The other one was Trevor Smith. Yeah. Uh, another, uh, there, there was a mob called Digamay, oh, yeah. uh, which was sort of the big radio consultancy group. And, uh, the Digger Mafia. The Digger Mafia. Oh, no, they they struck here in <laughs> all the young jocks like Gracie and myself when we were like 12 and starting. Yeah. Um, Ian Grace is oh, yes. another member of that, and wow. a good self, and it was done up in a studio somewhere very late at night. And I reckon we did 150 takes <laughs> on that. <laughs> and, and Trevor was <laughs> managing the session, yeah. and no, that's not right, no, that's not right, no, that's not right. And they just sounded identical to each other <laughs> to me. 
And eventually we got 20. And that's it! <laughs> Take the rest of the night off. Yes. Hey, Italy, we've just been talking with Gracie about YouTube. He's uh, featured artist up there at the moment, or at least recently. Uh, I think uh, Cat Sleeping Backwards into a Sink have uh, yeah. knocked him off his yeah. perch. Yeah. Uh, any sign of old clips from Night Moves <laughs> showing up there yet? E- every now and then I get an email from a mate with nothing but a link on the email. And I click it and I see YouTube and I oh, here we go. And it's usually some of the uh, incredibly embarrassing stuff that we did back then, uh, whether it's a blooper with myself and James Freud and, Freud and uh, Sean Kelly where the Madge got dropped on air, uh, or an interview with um, uh, the late, the great Mr. Mark Hunter that was uh, floating around at the moment. But, uh, uh, what intrigues me more is how somebody actually kept a copy of oh, yeah. and then yeah. did all the conversion that's necessary to dump it into a, into a PC to get it up onto YouTube. Because we're talking pre-VHS, aren't we? Yeah. We're, we're talking almost pre-coloured television. Wow. Well, it's an amazing sight. One guy that's put up all this old Australian rock music with all old Australian television commercials as well. He must have about 50 television commercials from the 50s through to today. Wow. And then, so, yeah. you're not seeing enough bad. <laughs> YouTube is the answer. Yeah, football, meat pies, and kangaroos and Holden cars. Hey, uh, Lee, I've got, I've got to say, uh, we've got an issue we want to discuss uh, in this hour. It's the Dalai Lama. He's on tour at the moment. And I understand, not selling enough tickets. No, one's going. What's the problem? Have you uh, got the story, Mr. Marshall? I think it's uh, running at a $2 million loss. Oh, sluggish ticket sales. Sluggish. Right. Is it uh, still supported by Killing Heidi? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. He needs a hot support act. Yeah, he does need it, yeah. Stephanie McIntosh is available, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the Dalai Lama mimes as well, which is the weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a, yeah, he's got a backing track, he mimes too. Yeah. Yeah. Is there an upskirting video of him now oh, on, up, on yeah, YouTube? roaming. Uh, <laughs> Lee, you know, over the years, what kind of extremes have bands gone to to get your attention and get radio attention? Me personally, Mike. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. I don't think we can go into too much of that. Um, yeah. But there are a few, uh, just the stuff we can talk about that doesn't embarrass my family. Um, there were some satin tour jackets that I think oh, were very oh, big, and I think Gracie would have a few. Oh, yeah. Top Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band was yeah, one that was worn, and the, uh, the Springsteen one, I think that was the oh, yeah. black satin bomber jacket, oh, as worn only by union officials these days. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Pyrotechnics were always good. Yes. Yeah. Well, Triple M's Marty Sheargold used to do pyrotechnics for Van Halen back in the 80s. I think got the adrenaline going any harder than a roadie with very few of his own feet saying, hey! This jockey boy, don't stand near the platform. <laughs> <laughs> but did you get this thing in radio where uh, someone from a record company would come in and say, this artist, Lee, I mean, this is like the future. I mean, Wigfield, I'm telling you, everyone is going to be talking Wigfield this time next year. And that would happen, but none of them really did it with too much conviction. It was right. like, okay, I'm now going to go to the, uh, the people at 3 XY and talk to them. And they're like, going to be huge. And they used to do pranks as well. Yeah, they were really clever stunts. I remember there was um, uh, Frank Zappa, Shaky Booty album, mm-hmm. and the rep, who was a, a, an extremely elegant, urbane woman from the record company, turned up wearing a harem outfit, 
She had a camel, literally a camel. Literally a camel. Parked out the front of the uh, the age building, doing what camels do on the footpath, and had the security people at the age. All on a flap while they were wandering around with shovels. And <laughs> and the Angels in the early days of this radio station, the Angels brought out a, a, an album, and suddenly I was in, on the air one day, and suddenly there was a fire engine pulls up out the front, and the firemen come up the ladder onto the balcony, and they stand outside the window on the balcony, outside the studio window, holding up the new Angels album. Wow. And I'm going... <laughs> See what you've got to do, Dean Geyer. <laughs> 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 Only the Dalai Lama, though, a bit of harness work, a flying work on stage. Living on a prayer. Yeah. yeah. That's a voice box. Yeah. 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 Triple M football. It's just uh, on every weekend. You can hear it in Brisbane. You can hear it in Sydney and Melbourne. And that it's it's just it's every really when, uh, when are you going to get up to come and call a game? Oh, oh, man, that would be fantastic. Give him a round, another fake round, if you would, for Lee Diamond. Thank you, Lee Diamond. Love Gracie, don't you go anywhere. We're going to help the Dalai Lama out of a hole next on Get This. Is bastardry gone wrong? Around the nation, was did we just uh, drive under a bridge there? I heard an odd sound. Don't know if it's uh, going to be either. Okay, the roadies are going to have to come in. We've got Peter Grace still here, Gracie. Yep. We took the well, I think we exhausted oh, the, the T-shirt gun. I yeah, think we've uh, exhausted the Dalai Lama. Let's get back to YouTube. Uh, let's ask people what have they seen. Mm. Now, Gracie, apart from uh, your fine heritage work mm. here at Triple you do a fair bit of work for uh, Aboriginal radio, do you not? Yes, I do. And uh, in fact, my uh, YouTube uh, site has got about four videos by different uh, yes. Aboriginal music acts. Uh, just on that, uh, what do you reckon is spelled? Is it that the correct way? W? Uh, no, it's actually W-H-A-D-D-Y-A. That's the correct spelling. Yeah. Correct. And there's a lot of dispute over how to spell the phrase, what do you reckon? <laughs> I think you're fine. Uh, but uh, in terms of clips, I don't know if this is on YouTube, but uh, just while we're talking uh, Aboriginal matters, uh, the film Mad Dog Morgan, Oh, yeah. Uh, in Australia in the, well, in the 90s, it was about 76, starring Dennis Hopper mm-hmm. and Mad Dog Morgan. If you get the DVD of that, uh, I think I got it free. Where? I got it free with with what video magazine? A few years ago, <laughs> so I got freebie. And there's a fantastic making of, uh, which is shot in the 70s. Have a listen to Dennis Hopper. I think he was insane. I think he realized he was insane at the end of the film. But I, I, I think that he was driven uh, insane by his society. And uh, he did hang out with the aborigines. Different than Ned Kelly, he worked alone, except for this telegraph service, which were aborigines. I think uh, Dennis Hopper came out here and bonded with the... The Aboriginal Yes. <laughs> what do you 
don't think I've met any of them. We know the difference between the word Australian and Aboriginal, don't you? Uh, Australian's no. got the word alien in it. Aboriginal's got the word original in it. Oh, <laughs> Just uh, while we're talking, Mr. Martin, you might want to track down the final line from Mad Dog Morgan. I know people love to hear yeah. it. Uh, what have you seen in Cavalry that people need to know about? The cats. Uh, the talking cats. Talking cats now. A lot of, to- lot of cats. Oh, cats who appear to be enunciating words. Uh, you can drop the word appear out of that sentence if you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a tad dismissive. Yeah, the cats who have clearly learned English and are now speaking it back to their owners in the hope of treats. That's good. However, well, what are they saying though? What kind of stuff? I love you. Oh, yeah. They're like, I love you and hello. And wow, wow, wow. I never know what they say next. Using variety. The soul of industry. I saw one on Larry King. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was quite a chat. Uh, what's the new one? The new one is Cats uh, playing piano. Mm. Oh, not good enough for you. I'm assuming it's a cat walking along the keys. Are you, Tony? How much Brahms do you know, bro? <laughs> got the Brahms coming up. Got Brahms in the next hour. Who's Tittles? Right, <laughs> night away. <laughs> Tittles from Wisconsin. The genius. Working the prodigy. Major chord. Sitting up on a stool. Sitting on the stool with its little paws up on the on the on the key. All right. Okay. I'm sure we've all got lots of stuff that we've seen on the internet, but let's get straight to the listeners. Give us a call. What have we missed? What have we seen? What do we need to see? One triple three five three. That is real life here at Get This on Triple M. We promised you because it's Get This, and we just like to do things like this uh, to entertain people in the lunch hour. The final line of the Australian film. Mad Dog Morgan. By all means, off with his head. And don't forget the scrotum. There you go. Peter Graves is with us, Triple M Royals. I did that for my Niner audition. I think every movie should end with a line, and don't forget the scrotum. But what else are we missing? What's on YouTube and the internet there? Hello, Adrian, how are you? G'day, how are we? Good, thanks, mate. What should we say? I've seen Tony Danza flip a go-kart. What were you doing? Why did you do that? Uh, I have no idea, but <laughs> it was fantastic. He, um, he's in a race. It's like a minor celebrity race, I suppose you could say. Um, yeah. I don't know who the other bloke is, but he... Uh, McLean Stevenson. <laughs> he's uh, racing Tony Banzer, and on the last lap, he gives him a nudge, and Tony goes right over the barrier. It's a bit nice. <laughs> Some of his best work. <laughs> about two times, and um, about four blokes have to come and sort of flip the cart back over to get him out. <laughs> no, I'd like to think that they've dubbed uh, Canned Laughs from Who's the Boss. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that sequence, very Thanks, nice. Andrew. We'll check okay. that out. G'day, Gary. How are you? Yeah, very well, guys. How are we going? Not great, man. What have you seen? Oh, drunk slingshot. The guy passed out in a plastic chair by the side of a pool. And a few of his friends get some elastic sort of bungee cords to slingshot him into the pool. They actually send him over the pool and over the fence next door. Hilarious. What do you type in for that drunk slingshot? Drunk slingshot. You actually hear the guy wake up (laughs) (laughs) mid-flight. Then you hear him hit a parked car on the other side and the car alarm go off. It is just brilliant. (laughs) 
Oh, it couldn't have been better if the car had exploded. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, the scary thing is I've got mates, I reckon, that would do something similar like yeah, that. Yeah, fall asleep, Gary. No, you try not to. <laughs> Nothing to hope for. That's fantastic. Thanks, Gary. That sounds brilliant. Hello, Sarah. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Great. What have you seen? Um, there's one of a stallion that gets a little bit too excited about his giant bale of hay. Um, and he's mounting it and rolling in it and uh, it's just a little bit too horny. How many hits is that head? I didn't look, but I'm sure it's probably got quite a few because it's up on a couple of the horse forums. Horse forums? Yeah, for all the horse nerds. I'm trying to think what else. Hello to all the horse nerds listening. We've just dedicated a whole show to just horse nerds. I don't know, maybe they deserve the equine nerds. Maybe they deserve it. Yeah, I think we do. Oh, okay. One of them. I'm not admitting. Oh, no, Sarah. Come on. You're out there spraying a bale of hay with <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Sarah. Nice talking to you. Hello, Sam. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Yourself, guys? Excellent. What have you seen? Yeah, you're going to love this. Stupid cat. Ah, stupid cat? I've seen it. Yeah, yep. just a, about a minute and a half montage of just brilliant cats just doing stupid things, jumping into, into walls, uh, you know, freaking out at their own reflection. Controlled anal voicing. Oh. 
I'm a master of controlled angle voicing. Yeah. <laughs> Another tip for the llama there. Uh, One more, please. Hello, Ben. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Ooh, excellent. Uh, and what have you seen, bro? Uh, it's called Darth Vader Sessions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is great. Tell us what it is. Uh, they've taken Daniel uh, Jones' voice books and all these previous films and they've redone all these Star Wars books. Yeah, good idea. So there's yeah. other films that he's in, and because there's no lip sync with Vader, they've just whacked the lines. I've ordered some of the things he says. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very late. I understand. Someone's chair laughing. It's only rolled a fat cigarette. But it is busy stuff. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Ben. Oh, look, this bloke Tim has been waiting for a long time. Let's squeeze him. And you there, Tim? I am Tony. What did you see? TV pilots that actually didn't take off. There's a classic one called Lookwell, sponsored by or executive produced by Conan, and then it stars Adam West as a failed uh, cop show, TV cop show star, mm-hmm. who then goes and um, researches crimes in his in his off time, and it's just terrible because he plays it as Batman. Well, yes, I don't think I've ever seen our panel operator, uh, Richard Martin, so enthusiastic about something. It's that good, is it, Rick? Yeah, no, I've seen Look Well. Doesn't it have that great line where his housekeeper comes home and says to Adam West, uh, they've discontinued your line of hairspray? And he just looks at the camera and goes, those fools. <laughs> <laughs> it's just full of that. It's full of you know, Adam West Batman stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's another one called No One's Watching, which is done by the guy who did Scrubs, Bill Lawrence, um, which is two guys who right off to, to Warner Brothers to say they can do TV better than anyone else and then they're actually brought in to make a TV show but it's actually a reality show TV show of them making a TV show And now, wasn't this the case that there was a pilot that didn't get up and was so popular that now they're thinking of doing it? Allegedly, but I think that was all the YouTube no, that's never happened nonsense. Yeah. There's, another, there's another John Stewart one called The Ball Show about um, three baseballers who get chucked out for drugs and prostitution, etc., and go to the minor leagues. And you know, there's just they take all these blind kids on a boat, and then the boat turns into a floating brothel, and it's just hilarious. And these are rejected, I know. Keep that in mind. Grey's Anatomy's on every week. All right, uh, thanks for drawing our attention to it. Quite a lot to investigate right. on, Thank you, everyone. on the internet. And the slingshot, as soon as we get up there, get upstairs, got a slingshot. It's going to get to a song. Get yeah. to a song. And here it is. Get this. Lincoln Park here at Get This, What I've Done. Peter Grace uh, from the Triple M Hall of Fame is sitting in with us today. Gracie, do you watch a bit of uh, Order in the House? Order in the House, great show, top little show, Order in the House. The only chance of Australia is to get to see their government at work. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> hilarious, isn't it? And, yeah. Do you watch the bloke in the background? Who's your favourite here? This... Um, Christopher Pine. Christopher Pine. He's just to the right of the, whoever's speaking on the Liberal side. You'll see him just behind. He's got, that, he's got that hair that when he, it's obviously a bit of a fro when he lets mm-hmm. it go. Mm-hmm. So he brushes it down. So it's got those really clear kind of bumps in it. Oh, yeah. And he's so like, mm-hmm. oh, like yeah. and he's just such a who's politician looking. Who is and occasionally oh. you'll see someone do the ugly Dave Grace scissors up yeah. behind. <laughs> <laughs> but we like there's so many. I tell you what, uh, if you turn the sound up, I don't know how so many bees and wasps get loose in oh, oh, right. yeah. and then they'll constantly go them with the aerosol spray. But to me, undermines the climate control message there. Really, right? Constantly pushing. Uh, you might want to turn your radio. Up. This is an actual recording from Order in the House. This is the analysis of all the exports to the 
Prime Minister is in order and the Prime Minister will be heard. This is bigger than... So let me continue talking about climate change because I thought was, uh, was one of the policies of the opposition. When the leader of the opposition posed a question about the Remember Jagger Jagger 2013. I said remember Jagger Jagger is Yeah, yeah. 